Climbing Henge Podcast. All we do is argue. Well, that may or may not be the case, but it, it's typical that most relationships have some forms of disagreements or conflicts about how things are done. Um, obviously, some relationships decay into a point where it really it is all you do is argue, uh, and that's unfortunate. But what we want to do here is walk through exactly what is conflict and how it uh, propagates and perpetuates. And then what we want to do is, is understand some of the research on conflict. And then secondly, what we want to do is we're going to go through a four-step conflict resolution model that if you practice it, it can be very effective in avoiding hostility and challenging statements and what you really don't want to do is escalate the situation more than it already is. And the, this four-step conflict resolution model is all about working through to find equitable um, resolutions when you have a disagreement. So we're going to talk through how that works. All right, first of all, let's get into some research on conflict. Um, and let's start off with the definition. Conflict is a felt struggle between two or more people over perceived incompatible differences. Now, this could be differences of beliefs, goals, values, how we spend our time, activities. That can be many things, uh, but it's a felt struggle. Um, this is from Drake and Donahue in 97. What they say, the initial communication style can set the tone for the entire discussion. So if my partner comes at me and says, I don't want you hanging out with your friends anymore on Sunday. It's, I'm going to take that probably as hostile, a bit challenging. It's highly likely I'll return a comment with the same tone back to her if I am not practiced in this. And what that does is, of course, it sets off, uh, it escalates the conversation. And this is due to something called the norm of reciprocity. And what that is, it's a human tendency to match behaviors and communication styles of your partner. So if your partner comes at you in kind of a belligerent, hostile manner, you're going to feel attacked and challenged. And it's likely if you're not careful and you don't know how to de-escalate these things, you might respond in a hostile manner and things start to escalate. We don't want that. We do not want escalation of hostilities. We want problem-solving and mutual solutions if we can get them. Um, a hostile approach typically produces hostility in return. That's from Bowen and Colby um, in 2012. So again, you see the research here on conflict and hostile and uh, aggressive behaviors. Many times it can carry on and, and take a life of its own as you may well have experienced. Um, so it's important that we learn some basic skills. What we're going to do here next is walk through a four-step conflict resolution model. The first step is awareness. Second step is self-preparation. Third step is conflict uh, reduction. Fourth step is negotiation. So we're going to walk through those four steps for you. 
Um, it's important to note in a relationship, right, um, before we get started on the model is your partner could um, not be negotiating in good faith or they could be negotiating in good faith as we work through and try to solve this. So let's talk about the differences in these two and we'll, we'll, we'll talk about how we handle them in the four-step conflict resolution model. So it could be a bad, bad faith situation. What that's characterized is the status of the relationship is not good. It's acrimonious, it's been bad perhaps, um, things have happened, and it's, in, it's potentially in disarray. Your partner might have a lot of anger for you for things that have happened in the past. It could be that she hasn't felt considered or respected in the past. So she's got an ax to grind, right? Could be that she's trying to sabotage you and bait you. She wants to end the relationship. She's looking for arguments. So it's you want to know these things, but even if she's arguing in bad faith, what do we want to do? We don't want things to escalate. So it's still a, a, a nice tool to use the four-step conflict resolution model because it does show your spouse that you're trying to reach a positive equitable solution between the two of you and you're not starting more arguments and fights so even if she's arguing in bad faith um, for the most part it's okay to think about using this model and we're going to get through that we'll see how it works your partner could be um, are discussing your disagreement in good faith and this would typically be characterized where the relationship is good your partner has trust and respect for you she feels respect and consideration from you and overall it's a loving relationship so she's coming towards you to talk about something she's a lot less likely to be hostile by the way um, but she could be maybe she's fed up with something but overall, the overall tone is the relationship is good. Much more likely that she's, she's bargaining in good faith. Either way, we want to enact um, elements, most of these models, whether she's in good faith or bad faith, because what we want to do is de-escalate the situation. I, I, if she's trying to sabotage, for example, and I start an argument. It just reinforces her, her position that the relationship is bad. I don't want to do that. Okay, so now that we know that there's good and bad faith actors and how, how to handle them, let's walk through the four-step conflict resolution model. And we'll start off with the statement again where my partner has told me, you cannot hang out with your friends on Sunday anymore. I've been watching a lot of football with my friends on Sunday. Um, so she's angry about that. We'll talk about maybe why. Um, so the first step is awareness. And awareness is I'm basically um, gaining awareness of the situation. I'm aware that there's a negative emotional state. I'm, a, I'm aware that there are perceived differences. Um, I'm aware that my partner has taken a stance. I may have given her some feedback and she's resisted it. Uh, so we can see first step awareness that can happen very instantly if, if this is all coming at you very quickly or if it's something that's been going on for a while and there's conflict and you need to get some resolution you can do some pre preparation ahead of time before you talk to your partner but it's important to be practiced at these things and practice means you you can enact or do a visualization or a scenario whereby your partner is coming at you in a hostile manner 
and you work through this, um, the four-step conflict resolution model, so you're practiced at it. First step, awareness, like we said. Second step is, is self-preparation. So again, I want to control my emotional state. I want to de-escalate myself. I can do some deep breathing, get myself centered. I can do some reframing of the situation rather than take it as a hostile, I can reframe it. I can do some breathing and relaxing. Again, the main thing is de-escalate myself. Don't let my stress response uh, kick in and, and be hostile in return. I want to have a state of resourcefulness. And the reason you want to have a state of resourcefulness, within this model, we want to have some creative solutioning, creative problem solving, so we can find some solutions to the problem of, she doesn't want me hanging with my friends on Sunday anymore. And I, for a state of resourcefulness, I want to be positive. I want to focus on problem solving. And we're going to walk through how that works. And I want to be able to reappraise the situation. Third is I want to be thinking positions versus interest and work through those as part of this process. My partner's position is you can't hang out with your friends on Sunday anymore. What we want to get is below that, what are her interests or concerns? Maybe it's the fact that I've been leaving to watch football with my friends every Sunday and she's wanted to do things with me. That's her, that's her interest and concern. She's mad and angry because I've been doing it, so it comes out as, I, I don't want you to hang with your friends anymore on Sunday. But what we want to do is move from positions to interests. We'll talk about how we do that and focus on a joint equitable outcomes. Step three is conflict, re conflict reduction. So I'm putting all this together. And what I want to do now that I'm, I'm in actual conversations with her, I've de-escalated myself, I've calmed myself down, I want to reduce the emotional energy. I want to have good body language. I want to show her that I'm open and accessible. I'm hearing her and I can show her I'm hearing her through my body. I'm facing her, my body is open, I'm nodding my head, I'm raising my eyebrows, all the things that give her verbal cues that I'm present and with attention. I want to be non-judgmental, so I'm not sneering, I'm not making faces. I, I want to be direct and appropriate, but calm. I want to, don't use humor if she's upset, don't try to butter her up or anything like that. Face the situation head on with the seriousness of what your partner is feeling. I want to be safe, you know, and so perhaps uh, we, we, you do this at a neutral location, we agree on, where can we talk about this? I want to be doing active listening. I want to be rephrasing what she says as we move from positions to interest. And then I want to outline creative solutions. So um, let's walk through this. She says, my partner or my wife says, I don't want you hanging out with your friends on Sunday anymore. I'm open, I'm calm, I'm relaxed. And what I might say to her is, okay, so what I'm hearing is that you, you don't want me to hang out with my friends anymore. And perhaps there's some reasons behind this. Perhaps you, you want me to stay home so that you can go out with your friends or you feel mistreated because you have to watch the kids every time I leave, right? Or perhaps you want to do something to me and you together on Sunday. These might be reasons that you're feeling this way. And I want to hear them and walk through them. And she's perhaps she's nodding her head now. Yeah, those are some of the things going on. So you can see we've moved from positions. 
you can't hang with your friends on Sunday anymore to interest and the interests are perhaps you want some time to spend with your friends on Sunday perhaps you don't always want to watch the kids on Sunday when I'm gone with my friends or perhaps the th you want a two of us to be able to do things on Sunday and so those are um, the, the, the interest her concerns you can see her interests our concerns are are in this inflammatory statement her position that she starts off with because she's fed up and that's what comes out with um, so again now we move to step four um, in negotiation that's positions identified interest identified and we also want to look through some creative solutions right and so we might say you know what if so we've talked about the the positions and the interest and concerns I might say, what if my sister or your sister would be available on some Sundays to babysit and then we could do things together on some Sundays or I could go to the game uh, with my friends or you could still do something with your friends or something else because we have a babysitter, right? Um, another creative solution is we can plan ahead and rotate. We can talk ahead about different Sundays and how we want to handle things. Maybe on this Sunday and this Sunday, I'm watching football with my friends. Maybe there's another Sunday, me and you are doing something together and another Sunday. Maybe I'll stay home and you go out and with your friends, I'll watch the kids. So we've got two different creative solutions here right now, right? Um, so again, we can plan ahead, right? That's another option. Plan ahead, we can rotate Sundays, we can get babysitters. While we're working together or we're being cooperative, I want her to feel that I'm hearing her in this endeavor. I'm hearing her, I'm accepting, so I'm rephrasing, moving from her position to her interest, and then we can move into some creative problem solving. All right, we have the list of interests. We, we can agree on those list of interests. Is it true that you would like us to spend some time on Sunday? She says, well, yes, once in a while, not all the time. And as far as the kids, I mean, I'm sure you don't want to have to watch them every time. I've been inconsiderate. I'm very sorry for that. So we can have babysitters. I can stay home on some Sundays and watch. Maybe we can both stay home on Sundays and play with the kids. Um, and maybe there's sometimes me and you do something on Sundays and she says yeah I think all, all three of those so we have agreement now on our inter on her interest I have overlapping interest I, I, I don't want her to have to stay home with the kids all the time I, I would like to do some things on Sunday too I don't have to watch football with my friends every Sunday now we have an, what's called an agreement frame so we've agreed on our on our points of interest and then what we can do is go into problem solving um, we've identified two or three different options here where we can get the sisters to babysit, we can plan ahead, we can rotate, we can do different things. So we've got all, some three different kind of creative solutions here. We can evaluate these options and we can decide together, how does this sound if we go forward and do this starting next week? What we'll do is we'll talk on Monday ahead of time about Sunday and we'll plan ahead and we'll come to an agreement on how we handle it. And she says, yes, that would be very nice. All right, so you can see that we've made a headway here from her initial position of, I don't want you hanging out with your friends on Sunday anymore. She's been fed up. I've been inconsiderate and disrespectful to her and just assumed it was okay, which maybe it wasn't. We've moved to points of interest. Maybe we do things together on Sunday. Maybe we get a babysitter. 
Um, maybe sometimes I stay home with the kids. We have different different interests here we want to agree on that are that are positive things, and we have unique problem solving that we can agree on and go forward. So we've prevented her initial statement where she's come at me in a hostile manner. I didn't reciprocate in a hostile manner. I de-escalated the situation. I used my body and my control to de-escalate it. I was actively listening to her so she could feel heard. I paraphrased what she said and then I moved from positions to interest to creative problem solving. The caveat here, obviously, that we started with was the fact that your partner may be um, negotiating in bad faith. And even though that's the case, because I'm doing uh, this approach where I'm aware of the situation, I'm preparing myself to de-escalate, I'm looking for conflict reduction in step three, I'm hearing her, I'm paraphrasing, I want to know what her issues are it's still going to be much more helpful even if she's even if she's negotiating in bad faith if i use this approach versus i return um, her hostility with more hostility that only feed into the situation and make it work make it worse so it's always a win-win to use this four-step conflict resolution approach you have to practice it. It has to be ingrained because, for example, if you want to have a state of resourcefulness, the problem solving, you got to be thinking in a, a, with an area of, of resourcefulness and abundance, and you have to be creative about how you approach it. Positions to interest to create a problem solving. That's kind of the format. And as I do it, I'm calm, relaxed. I'm allowing her to feel heard, and I'm paraphrasing her so she knows that I'm listening. All the things we talked about on the acceptance podcast, by the way, making her feel heard and accepted in what she says. I uh, encourage every one of you to practice this. It's a uh, known to be a very successful model. It's based upon the work of Fisher and Yuri in their book, Getting to Yes. And of course, you can use this this approach with anybody uh, at work, at home, with your relatives, mom and dad, your partner, whoever it may be. It's, it's a time-tested approach and it works very good. I've used it many times. Okay, so there you have it. We argue all the time, but not anymore because we have the four-step conflict resolution model on climbing hands. Thank you once again for listening to another episode of Climbing Hands.